105.5 WDHA. Me, Terry Carr, welcome to the WDHA Coors Light Studio. They are like family. We love these guys. Josh Todd and Stevie D from Buck Cherry. This is, and Josh is like in full rock star mode. He t- the shirt's off because the well, studio's always warm. Hot. That was it. <laughs> feel like we're at a concert at a show, right? We have an extra packed studio. All right, I want to talk about the new record, War Paint. Congratulations on a, a record that you guys kind of said you really felt we had to make this record. And you guys were so happy with the way it came out. Talk to me a little bit about why you had to make a record like this. Uh, there was just a lot of lot of stuff that went down over those three years. Uh, we had some lineup changes. Uh, Stevie and I were going through a lot of peaks and valleys in our personal lives as well, you know, and um, it always makes for a good songwriting, really. It's almost like the most identical situation that happened before 15. So um, we almost did the same thing. We worked really hard on the songwriting. We, were, we wrote about 30 songs for a... Uh, I read that, like, between 30 and 40. That's crazy. That's a lot of material. Yeah, um, but uh, that's how you get a great record, you know, and then we narrowed it down at the end, and we all compiled lists, and uh, War Paint was born. Wow. Um, and the first single that we're getting at radio, Bent, is like, I think, like the perfect Buck Cherry tune. It's like a Buck Cherry, Buck Cherry, Buck Cherry tune. It's a perfect song. Well, yeah, it's quintessential Buck Cherry. I mean, it's funny that uh, there was a radio guy in, or a label guy in England who called it first. He's like, this is a song, mate. And, uh, <laughs> and then across the board, everyone at the label said that should be your first single without talking to each other. So, uh, and that was a song that I don't, I'm not sure that we thought was going to make the record. Huh. Yeah, it was a creeper. It really uh, kind of came up after we recorded it with Mike uh, Plotnikoff, our producer. Who came back with you guys? Yeah, yeah just kind of woke up. Yeah. And like, wow. This is, we always knew the verses were really strong, you know, it was just like getting the whole thing to pop and it was kind of a mixed, you know, sonic thing and it just happened. Now, when did you guys realize, because I mean, there's, there's, I just talked about the quintessential Buck Cherry sound. You guys weren't going for any kind of like a a feel on this, like a retro feel or we want to sound like this. When did you guys realize, hey, look, we have our own sound. This is our sound. This is what our band does. I think I think that at some level, I mean, we didn't make a conscious decision to we're going to have the album sound like this. But I think that we, we do know what Buck Cherry sounds like, you know inherently so what we do is we just write songs because at at some point during the process you start to slow down and you get a block and you don't know what to write sure absolutely but you just got to keep writing and and what comes naturally to us is songs like war paint and closer and bent and those types of songs you know what i mean and i would imagine if 40 tunes are churning out that this was probably an experience for you guys writing and then going into the studio that was pretty awesome it it probably had an ease to it it feels like it did well it's not always (laughs) it's not always easy there's a point early on there's still a lot of uh, you know, oh, excuse me. The, uh, the, we're learning this kind of language between the two of us, songwriting language that has to happen before we can hit a stride. You know, we were doing that, and we kind of worked through that with Josh Todd and the Conflict, the, the record we yeah. worked on before. Yep, yep. But you guys are like a, a really great team now. I mean, you guys are yeah, sort of. You know, Stevie and I have known each other since I was 19. You know, we yeah. met up in Hollywood. We worked together. That's how we met. You know, we worked at a vintage clothing store. <laughs> We were both struggling musicians. And then we, we drank a lot roommates. of booze together. We did a lot of... Nah. Yeah, we, we grew up and we threw up together. And um, 
You and know, we grew up just... together. But I think that that's so important because it's there's a chemistry between the two of you. There's this like, and you're very different personalities, you know, very yeah. different personalities. Yeah. But you can sure. sort of see, you know, that that connection between the two of you, the respect that you have for each other and how yeah. the work seems for us anyway, as fans, there seems to be an ease when the two of you guys are together and in a room. I can always tell we have a lot of artists here in our studio. You can always tell when there's tension between the guys in the band. Sure. <laughs> Never, ever did we feel that you guys are very sort of interconnected as bandmates and friends so um you know you know what the whole band is now too yeah uh, it's good feeling i would imagine hitting on all cylinders the live shows are great we're actually playing uh irving plaza in new york yes friday Friday night friday irving plaza who's going to irving plaza everybody's going to irving plaza after that penn's peak oh nice awesome i'll tell you oh my goodness well when i first um uh picked this up and I, i looked and i'm like there's a song on this called Radio Song. I, was, I actually have it on my notes. I'm like, I got to talk to you guys about Radio Song because for me, obviously, it really hit home. It picked up every reason why I'm on the radio, why I wanted to be on the radio, and what the radio meant to me. So to see you guys, who have always been kind of a radio band. I mean, radio's always loved that Buck Cherry vibe, you know? Yeah, you know, now was a whole concept behind Radio Song is like... Um you know, so many times I'll have a bad day, you know, or I'll be in my head and everything's going wrong and I'll be driving around the city and hustling and searching for that dollar, right? And then, uh, you know, a hit will come on, like yeah. a song I really like, and I'll get lost in the song and everything is okay again. And and uh, life just gets easier at that point. Yeah. You're like, you just reset, you know? And that's been my experience with radio uh, since I was a child, you know? It's, it, it marked our summer times, and, and uh, so I wanted to capture that in song. You, know? you did. And uh, you did. One of my favorites. Yeah, awesome. Sure. Are we coming up to 20 years of Buck Cherry? Yeah. First record was 1999. Crazy. Yeah. Eight records, one EP. I was here here for that record. I played that record here when the record first came out. And I was like, oh, my God, who are these guys? A a big supporter of Buck Cherry. You're a rock. We love you for that. Yeah, no, no, no. It's these guys. It's these guys. We we are luckily a radio station that is luckily driven by the people who listen to it. They let us know what they like. And trust me, these folks know. I know what they don't like, too. Because they they let us know that Jerry's known for the live show. I remember the first show I saw you guys at too. It wasn't a club show. No. You guys opened for Lenny Kravitz at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. That was I that show vividly. I remember in my head it was packed. I walked on stage and it was like two thousand people walking to their seats. But you guys were great. I mean, it's Madison Square Garden, you know, and that was yeah. the first time you know, it was, I saw yeah. Buck Cherry. It was, we had a great show, but it was that, that moment where I was like, all right, going to lower my expectations. <laughs> and we are back with Josh and Stevie from Buck Cherry Live in the studio. Um, so, so you guys are rocking Irving Plaza on Friday night. We want everybody to come out and get their tickets. Irving Plaza Friday night, it's going to go off. It, it, it always goes off. Well, that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Uh, known for the live shows, really. I mean, yes. when everybody first kind of met Buck Cherry back in the day, everybody's like, you got to see these guys live. You got to see these guys live. I want to talk to you, Josh. We, we just were talking a little bit off the air with the fans here about fasting and stuff. How do you keep in such great shape, the voice in such great shape, which is really hard. You've got that distinct sound. Nobody will ever say, gee, I wonder who that is on that song. And the songs when you're performing, these physical songs, you are always performing. Performing physical songs. Um, like right now, this is after three shows in a row. Crazy. And did this. And, 
you know, morning shows are like a whole different animal than, uh, so I had to get up, I got up, I set my alarm for 9am, like, it's just really boring stuff being a singer, but it, it takes a lot of discipline, and, um, like, I wanted to sound as good as I could today, so I didn't eat before I went to bed last night, wow. so I hadn't had any food until the morning, and just because you want to, uh, cut down on any kind of acid reflux or anything like that, it's not good for your voice, you know, and, um... You know, room temperature water is all I drink. I don't drink. Oh, I'm so glad we didn't chill it because a lot of people don't like that either. So good. Um, good. It's really uh, boring, you know, especially. No, it's it's not, though. It's it's not boring because I don't think people really realize what goes into it. These are physical shows. And to be on the um, on the bus and to be touring and stuff, especially in the cold weather months, yeah. is really hard. I got a lot of stuff that I've learned over the years to get through a lot of adversity and and. Um, you know, because it's all changed the game, you know, like a lot of these rock bands now are just running tracks live and and uh, we don't ever do that. You know, we're so it's like if I sound bad one day, it's pretty noticeable. You know what I mean? It's like you can't rely on perfectly in tune vocals coming through the PA. And so um, you got to learn how to sing good, sick, as good as you can. You know, um, I don't like to cancel shows. So, yeah, you guys never cancel. I singing sick is like, that, yeah. I think I've, you know. No, he's I'm pretty he's, good at singing sick. <laughs> <laughs> I've had to learn that. But, you know, all these kinds of things, you know, uh, you, you learn a lot about uh, what you're made of when you walk on stage with that kind of stuff. Going. Absolutely. Absolutely. War Paint, by the way, is the amazing, amazing um, new collection. Talk to me a little bit about the title, too, because it's pretty interesting. I, I, I looked at it. And I, I sort of saw it as coming kind of full circle. And then I was like, well, it's got the tattoos. And then there's a sort of a Native American thing that you, you know, kind of were fascinated by. Exactly. To say the least. So there's a couple of different meanings. Yeah. 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 Um, we threw around a, a bunch of names and um, War Paint was a song already, you know, and we we like symbolism and we we wanted to, you know, I, I love one word uh, record titles. You know, I think if you have too many, it's just, you know, it's hard to remember and and uh we kept coming back to war paint and it's exactly what you said you know i mean i've been fascinated with heavily tattooed people since i was a kid you know that's, yeah. that's why i wanted to get tattooed you know and so um war paint is just like uh you know the native americans did it to get through uh big stages of their lives like puberty or women got tattooed for when they were going through pregnancy and and putting on war paint to go face the battle and all that stuff all that symbolism is really cool for us and then we got some really great artwork um uh from our label for the for the uh cover and and w once we saw that it was like boom yeah, it's on, you know, Yeah, it's a buck chair. It's just a buck cherry collection. I mean, you can tell just by looking at it, you can feel it. I want to talk about the fan base too. super loyal. Kelly is back here. Where is she? I know her Twitter handle. Just found out her name is Kelly. Um, yeah, for yeah. years, every day, every weekday, you know, because I'm here Monday through Friday, 10 to 3. She has not missed a day of requesting a Buck Cherry song when a new record is coming out. I know before, you know, a label person tells me or a management or anything because Kelly is there for you guys. You have that sort of love affair with the fans. Uh, Steve, you were very public recently talking um, a little bit about your dad who went through a health crisis. And yeah. the fans were just, I was watching some of the stuff on social media. They were so there for you. They were right in that I, pocket were, with you. Like, they didn't miss a beat. Um, it's no secret. My, my dad uh, was diagnosed with lung cancer. And uh, the minute um, they, they came up with uh, a treatment a strategy... Um, I tweeted about it, and uh, immediately 
more than any post that I've ever done uh, or the Buck Cherry, you know, the Buck Cherry social media. Uh, my inbox uh, and, and personal email and uh, t- uh, texts, it went through the roof of people wanting to help or well-wishing or prayers and blessings and all that kind of stuff. It was overwhelming. It was, it would, if, if I showed it to you, you'd choke you up. Yeah. And um, uh, our, our, the, the girl who runs our social media started a GoFundMe page to, to, to tackle the initial uh, treatment costs. And uh, that was met within a matter of minutes, you know, so. Yeah, uh, and amazing, just amazing. Everyone who uh, is within the sound of my voice uh, that helped or just chimed in, thank you so much. My family loves you. Absolutely. Uh, I love you. Uh, Buck Cherry loves you. And, you know, Jersey has always been a, a, a great place for us in the country. Oh, yeah. World, oh, yeah. You know? uh, so we love you guys. Yeah, and I like I like love seeing the young fans too. We had so many people that registered for this, and you know they're young. They're like eight. You have to be eighteen to enter a contest, but like eighteen, nineteen. How um does that make you guys feel when you see that you you grow the base beyond the people who were here yeah. with you twenty years ago? Full circle. Like, yeah, it started out. Uh, well, I, at fifteen, there was a resurgence of young people. It was all this hip, slick, and cool young young crowd, and now we're seeing it again with war paint. Like the first few rows are these people, and they're all. It's funny because the album's been out a couple of weeks, and they're all singing the songs, and they're all under thirty, and it's like, wow, yeah, yeah. it's amazing, amazing. And then we also get like kids of the parents who got into Bunchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it becomes this family affair, and that's always cool. We, a lot of people like that at me, our meet and greets. Yeah, that's fantastic. Awesome. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Friday night, the big Friday show night. coming up at Irving mm. Plaza. Yes. Mm. There are a couple of tickets still remaining. Um, when people come out to a Buck Cherry show, if there are any first-timers out there, I've always known that when I go to a Buck Cherry show, it's just one word. And for me, it's just always fun. I always have a great time. Is that sort of what you want to can out and bring to the fans too? It's just always a party. As it is, you know. Yeah. That's the. Uh, we just want to host a party. We want to have a good time. We want to. You know, it really means a lot to us. You know, we get together before we walk on stage and we pray. We get in a circle. Um, we get grateful. You know, um, we really take into consideration that every person there has scheduled their whole month around the show. They spent their money. Um, they want to get away from whatever the kids yeah. or whatever they want to do that this is their night out and it means a lot to us you know and i mean that's what we worked our asses off in our little dirty dark uh uh <laughs> rehearsal room right know, when you guys were at the vintage clothing store yeah, you know yeah. that's what that's what the goal was that was the yeah. big picture you know and i love that you said that too it's their night out this is a big event for people when people go out to a show you know that people have a lot going on in their lives they have a lot going on in their work week you know and they've set aside some some money to go have some fun and we're, we're going to deliver. And the catalog is so big now. 20 years. 420 is going to be 20. Is that yeah, correct? 420. 420 is 20. How perfect. Woo! Man, perfect. We got some 420s on the bus. I can't. Oh, like, oh, I can imagine. And I'm so happy, too, that in the 20th year, that this is what you guys are putting out because it's just, it's perfection. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you couldn't really have planned it. 
any better. It is amazing. So, Thanks so much. I want you guys, um, you know, before we go out, uh, I want to play Bent, but I still want you guys to be able to pick a track from War Paint that you would love. I love when artists get to hear something they have not heard on the radio before at our station, you know, and it always they're always like, oh, man, it's the first time on the radio or whatever. So what track from this, Josh, you mentioned something like right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, we get a lot of information on, you know, what people are listening to the most every week. We, we get uh, some reports. And right now is actually the, the most streamed song on this record. So um, we'd love to play it for everybody. Absolutely. Good one and enjoy.